Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wild Mary School Bus. My name is Calvin, but I go by many names here on the podcast. You may know me as Dimitri the Ringmaster, or as a slightly crazy moon sister, or as disgruntled innkeeper number three. You get the idea. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, take it away, pothole. <laughs> uh, pothole. Hello there. It looks as if you're going to listen to the Wild Magic School Bus. Well, that won't do at all. You see, we Lavistians don't appreciate humor or friendship. So with that, I curse your podcast. <laughs> Try enjoying it now with slight audio issues. <laughs> the wild magic school bus yeah uh summer edition yeah as you can tell (laughs) i'm not calvin uh i am one of the uh occasional players to the campaign every now and then hello my name is will moon uh and i'll be your dm for i don't know eight sessions or so during this little break period whenever calvin wants to put this into the normal stuff whenever it shows up it's just whenever it happens uh so, yeah, we're just going to jump right in to player introductions. 
Uh, we have four players with us today, and we can start on whoever wants to go first. Why not? Let's just do, make me go let's do popcorn it. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Calvin, and I am playing the character Hans, a bugbear monk. Level five. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have to do that. <laughs> Everyone, level five. Level five. Uh, hello, I'm Matty B, uh, and I am playing Franz, the uh, big bugbear barbarian, level five. That's <laughs> awesome. Franz and Franz, I don't know. Something like that. Bugbear. bugbear. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, my name is Matt, and I am a. I was wondering what that was. Just M for male. <laughs> I haven't seen that before. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Uh, Goliath Cleric 5, whose name is Nagu Madak Alward. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out my guy's name. Wait, Alward? Or like his last name is Alward? Alward? I was watching Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, okay. I was trying to mix Alphonse and Edward. Nothing wrong with that. Hello, I'm Scotty Moon, and I am playing a human druid whose name is Yoden Moonstave. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, well, we with that... We definitely separated the tables now. Out of it's the like way. Yoden Moonstave. Nagu. Nagu. Hans and Franz. We'll find It's funny, because <laughs> I instantly forgot all the names, and I'm the DM. Nagu. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll just, yeah. Well, yeah. It'll happen. All right, well, with that out of the way, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's an intro. There is. All right. You have to say what episode we're starting. Oh, that's right. This is episode one out of eight, probably. Um, yeah, of I, yeah, of Icewind Dale. I was trying to figure out what <laughs> the title of this was. It's fine. just Icewind Dale, yeah. Yeah, this is episode one of Icewind Dale. Do the intro. Uh, yeah, so to intro everything, to give you guys a little bit of background, I'm just going to say that you guys have been an adventuring party for a little bit of time. Maybe not for a whole lot, but for at least some unsaid amount of time. You guys can choose that as a party. Like, you can say like a year, month, 35 years. However long. That's a long time. <laughs> That's only level five. Yeah. We're Dude, tired that is kind of and sad. And no one knows how to say Nagu's full name. <laughs> no, no, not, not even himself. 35 years, nothing. Um, yeah, so you guys have already known each other for some time, just so that we can skip the intro. Welcome to this tavern. Mm. This person walks in. Uh, we can still have those moments where you describe yourselves because we have new listeners to mm. this sort of deal. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so you guys have been in a, an adventuring party for some time. Uh, but this is some of yours first time in Icewind Dale during this time of the extended winter that has been going through the lands. Uh, for some of you, you would have already recognized this intro because we've I've said it before. Uh, but pretty much... There is an everlasting winter that is destroying Icewind Dale, uh, kind of as time goes on. Um, 
it's been known that this could have been done by the Frost Maiden, who is this kind of like mythical creature out in the wilds of Icewind Dale that uh, has the power to control weather and it has been said by the people of the Ten Towns that she's the one behind this, but there's not much they can do. So they kind of try to appease this mythological beast by providing sacrifices, uh, depending on how big their civilization is. So it can, you know, go from, you know, sacrificing food to sacrificing, like, warmth, where they just cut off all heat in the night. Um, Or they sacrifice people, because, you know, that's what you do (laughs) in these kind of medieval times to try to appease something that you don't fully understand um and so we have that is kind of the setting um it pretty much will never hit daytime here every single time the sun is about to rise over the mountain uh of like the the spine of the world that kind of blocks uh Icewind Dale from the rest of uh the Forgotten Realms uh, the sun never seems to pierce over it. So it's kind of like this perpetual twilight into nighttime cycle, which keeps everything nice and cold. Uh, and it's going to be quite bad. <laughs> uh, just traversing around. Um, and then on top of that, we got, you know, the occasional blizzard that'll roll through. Uh, and usually it is seen as really good for those who are doing bad tasks, such as sneaking around, stealthing, murdering, stealing, because it covers your tracks pretty well. Um, welcome to Icewind Dale. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> have our... Gee, you've made it such, sound like That's such a, a vacation spot. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. I wow. mean, if you've seen the intro scene to the new D&D movie, that's where we are. But imagine if it wasn't daytime, it was just nighttime all the time, and there were blizzards happening all the time. They got it wrong. Damn. Damn. What the heck? Fix it. Uh, But yeah, so we intro our characters uh, into the small little settlement of Kaer Koenig. Uh, This little tiny kind of like, I guess I say tiny. It's one of the mid-sized civilized, like, Settlements within Icewind Dale, within the Ten Towns. Um, wrapping around this small little port uh, that goes off to uh, Lake Dinashir, um, it is pretty much just a small fishing settlement. Um, with a few inns, taverns scattered here and there, uh, and a decent amount of people, but nothing too large. Uh, that's where we see four individuals step out of the just howling blizzard uh, into this smaller settlement. Um, Starting with Calvin, with our intros, um, would you like to describe your character as you all are walking (coughs) into town? Uh, Walking into Kerkonik? Yeah. Um, Sure. Uh, so, <clears throat> Han, uh, Hans is walking into town, uh, wrapped up uh, tightly in a traveler's cloak that buttons like down to one side. Uh, his hood is up; it's fur-lined, uh, which kind of uh, it's like a a whitish brown, kind of almost like a dirty 
uh, fur liner that kind of blends in with his whitish-brown uh, fur. Um, he is long-limbed. He's very tall. <clears throat> he's about six and a half feet, maybe even taller. Hard as hell because he's kind of like bunched up in the cold. Uh, but he's very long. His limbs very gangly. Uh, overall, not an intimidating-looking individual, but, you know, not not unintimidating by any means. Uh, but he is, he's walking in step uh, rather poorly just because uh, he's bad at, like, keeping, like, cadence. But he's trying to walk in step with his brother because he thinks it looks cool. Um, but it's not working very well. He's just kind of, like, doing a little stutter step thing to try to, like, you know, get himself to... Of why and it's just not working, so but he's, he's doing his best. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of like keeping his mouth shut because it's really cold out, and he knows that uh, the cold just like the more you talk in the cold, the colder you get. So the sooner we can get into warm places, the better he'll feel. Yeah, continuing around next to his brother. So Franz is walking in, um, again, kind of winterized with a bit of a like fur collar around his coat that he's got going on. Um, <clears throat> longer limbed, uh, as if, like, he, if he were, had some sort of weapon in his hand, the weapon may potentially drag on the ground mm. a little bit. Um. Knuckles a little bit, too. But yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, clearly looking around, you just get the sense that he's clearly looking around for anything to, like, curl and make sure that he, that he's, he's not puny yeah. in, in any way. <laughs> uh, he just wants to any, anytime uh, he's just kind of sitting still he'll find something to curl and always be like lifting something <laughs> potentially maybe small humanoids at points too <laughs> agreeable <All right. laughs> uh, Yoden is no stranger to being outside as a druid so he's uh actually wrapped in furs and skins and just really bundled up against the elements. However, he's quite the opposite of these guys. He's actually kind of tall and extremely thin. Um, and just from being outside and, and in the surroundings where there's hardly any sun, he's uh, just very pale. He's even got white hair now and like a cool blue eyes and his skin is like extremely pale. Also pale is uh, Nagu. <laughs> we don't get no sun out here. It's, no, it's, no. It's, it's all pale. Yeah. He's a, a Goliath. He's like a yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he actually likes the cold. He was uh, born in the cold, lived in the cold, grew up in the cold. Um, Never bothered him anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's kind of just wearing... Scott, let him know. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want those comparisons. Don't want those comparisons. Uh, no, he's just kind of wearing like, kind of like a, what are those called? Almost like a toga, kind of. He's not really wearing anything like warm because he doesn't feel like he needs it. <laughs> At least in this season. He's got like a, maybe a scarf <laughs> for the blizzards. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah. So. But he enjoys this weather. Uh, he is about seven foot seven, um, almost three hundred pounds. Pale, almost whitish skin. Uh, he's got a red eye and a blue eye, like that heterochromidia Ooh. thing. I think that's what it's called. Um, 
Yeah, so you're just kind of walking in, um, not really bothered by the cold or anything. Yeah. Just every day for him. <laughs> nice, yeah, so... Uh, as our four adventurers slowly make their way into town, kind of fighting the blizzard, as it kind of subsides a little bit as you guys are enter the town, as it's more beating against the houses and structures. Right, I guess he has the a town. scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> Takes that off. Um, a sudden movement within one of the piles of snow. Uh, kind of adjacent to one of the buildings next to you guys as you guys are slowly making your way through town, which seems like dead at this point. Like there's just no no movement, no one walking around, no lights on, nothing here. Um, this town seems dead. There is just no movement, no lights on, no nothing. <laughs> Where uh, am I supposed to curl? Where am I supposed to live? <laughs> Don't is, worry about it. If you look for something to live, can I roll perception check to see if I can find something sure, for yeah. a consulate? Yeah, quick perception check as you do a little Wait a second, up. I think I just got this. You guys are Hans and Franz. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are here to pound you. you are. <laughs> uh, that's a Gosh. perception? Yeah, give me a perception. <laughs> mm, that's a seven. Ah, yeah. I mean, you could probably pack some, like, quick, like, you know, Snow dumbbells together? Yeah, sure, hold on. I will go ahead and pack snow dumbbells <laughs> for... Uh, mind you, I'm snow packing dumbbells. a bar in snow, too. So, <laughs> there's snow. There's We've got to go yeah. low reps. We've got to go for max, because the snow will melt. Oh, you right. quickly. Wait, why does it melt? It's like cold and you're all dying. Because <laughs> our hands, our hands are still... Oh, that hands on fire. <laughs> I'm going to keep making a dumbbell. Cause yeah, I sure, yeah. So, you're, you're doing that uh, as... You see an individual waken from a, a, a stupor within the snow, completely bundled up, uh, covered in like these leathers and these large chunks of like uh, iron where like, like kind of like a half plate is like kind of scrapped together uh, and a large scarf kind of like covering their face. Uh, not intentionally, it seems like they just kind of fell asleep on something and the mm. scarf kind of fell over. It's that damn scarf again. Um, but you hear kind of Not muffled uh, underneath the scarf pointing at you kind of wildly. Mm. Uh, Who goes there? Is it the thieves? Are you the thieves? As he's kind of like throwing his scarf around. Who are you? Is that what we are? Uh, are we thieves? <laughs> I'm not who are you? Hans and Franz would never steal. I'm the speaker of this town. We just live steal. Gosh. It's so hard to keep a straight face. Uh, they do that a lot. Uh, yeah, but pretty much as, uh, as he kind of uncovers himself, you see um, a silver dragonborn. Ooh. Um, plenty of scars across his face. Mm. Looks like he's well seasoned, mm. um, a veteran, uh, and he's kind of just staring at you guys. Uh, pardon my manners. 
I'm a bit jittery from what's been happening in town as of late. Uh, we've been losing some things from some thieves that have been coming through town. Um, unseen thieves. Very sneaky thieves. Scumbags, you might call them. Um, they've stolen a lot of crap from us. And it's kind of getting on my nerves. Mainly because the people of the Ten Towns and of my town are getting really annoyed with their leader, their speaker, not being able to do anything about this. I'm saying a lot to you all right now. What if we just went to an inn or something? I know I know the perfect place for you all. That's a good idea. I can't feel my fingers anymore. Also, this dumbbell won't lift. That's... I'll die. Go ahead. You gotta pack it up a little tighter. Oh, yeah, you're right. That can't feel my head. Let's go get some of the warm. Follow, follow me. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but he, he begins leading you guys uh, further in town. Okay. Um, as he's kind of like, you noticing he is visibly stumbling as he is walking around, mm. kind of like trying to walk in a straight path, mm, but is drunk. struggling to, as he's slowly kind of like making his way further into town. So yeah, we've been losing a lot of stuff here, which has been really obnoxious to, specifically more like the people here in, uh, in Koenig. Um, the, the inn that I'm taking you to is widely known within the Ten Towns. It's called the Northern Light. Um, famous place. Beautiful lantern outside. There's no lantern anymore. It got stolen. <laughs> Big problem there, obviously. We want to find that. Uh, but also, you know, a lot of other things have been stolen, like people's valuables, blah, blah, blah. And a few goats, which is, like, kind of disappointing because, you know, that could have been a meal for us later on, but isn't Somebody now. stealing the protein? Yes. <laughs> Funny enough, I guess so. Uh, who knows? Maybe they are, like, bodybuilders like you guys, I guess. Well, they're not, they're not bodybuilders like Franz. He's, like, the best bodybuilder you've ever seen. Sure, do the titty bounce. Look, look at the titty bounce. Look at how he does it. I, that that was a I can make them hit, I can make make them hit the table. I've seen one. <laughs> what table? <laughs> Are we in an inn? Not yet. Watch the tree. <laughs> just carry a table with you everywhere to show the trick. <laughs> <laughs> we have a table for us this very moment. <laughs> Strapped to your back. Yep. That's his weapon. I don't have a weapon. I have a table. Yeah. <laughs> a little dinner TV table. Oh, God. So. It's canon. It's All right. Let's get, let's get to the yeah. end so that we can... But he, he leads you further in um, to uh, a inn that is known as the Northern Light. You see kind of the sign out front uh, of like kind of like a carving in like one of those like wood kind of like plaque things that's above like most inns and <laughs> diners and stuff um, uh, with like kind of like this carved engraving that kind of look like the northern lights um, with the name kind of sprawled <clears throat> kind of in the same kind of flowy uh, pattern of the lights um, but you see lights are on uh, and you head on inside uh, following this crazed man um, yeah, so you head on inside, and immediately you're kind of brought into this uh, fairly decent-sized tavern. 
um, not too big, just one floor. Um, you see a bar on the far end, a bunch of tables kind of sprawling out within the interior. Not a lot of people, really, if any, are in the tavern at the moment, uh, except for a few, like, patrons here and there kind of scattered about, um, all looking quite, not, in, you know, incredibly happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, just kind of living their lives. Kind of, depression. Yeah, just drinking, uh, kind of just as their day comes to an end. Are we familiar um, with this area? Generally, yeah. Actually, like, I mean, would we have been to this town before? Possibly. I will hand you guys this. Oh. It is a map of Icewind Dale and of each ten town. Oh, nice. Um, so one side is map of Icewind Dale. Mm. And the other side is map of the ten towns. Mm-hmm. So nice. you, nice. I don't know if you can see it. Well, it'll be passed around. Uh, there's a place called Kelvin's Kyrn, something like that. Yeah, I probably said that horribly. Yeah, close enough. Um, Kyrn. Uh, it's kind of like this small little. I guess you could say kind of like peak within the center of Icewind Dale, kind of jutting out. It is kind of like a. a a natural kind of like it's like an, a, a wayfinding point like you can find your way around the ten towns easily based mm. off of your proximity to it mm. um but you're in Karakonig, which is a settlement pretty much right off the bank of it mm. um so right around that area kind of on the very edge of the ten towns so you guys probably would have been to like the bigger settlements like east haven and bremen uh which are massive settlements within the center of the Ten Towns, uh, but maybe once or twice, maybe, like, if that, been to the edges, because usually there's not a lot of stuff where you'd need to come out here this far. Um, but for whatever reason, maybe just to survive the cold from a trip or something, it has led you to Kaer Um uh, Yeah, other than... Uh, this silver dragonborn leading you further inside. Um, you see there is uh, what looks like a smaller um, human woman uh, who is kind of just slowly kind of like going to each person, making sure that they've uh, had their fill on drinks if they need anything. Um, kind of short brunette uh, wearing just, you know, pretty much just like commoner's clothes and then like an apron over top and just kind of bringing over, you know, drinks and uh, bottles and whatever everyone needs. Small plates of food that seem to pretty much just rely on meat, like fish, uh, and some other, like, very sparse vegetables that they would have been able to outsource from, uh, like, the other lands of the Forgotten Realms months back so who needs vegetables anyways yeah pretty much <laughs> uh but yeah so that is kind of where you guys are brought into uh and you see the the short-haired woman kind of look over um at the the silver dragonborn that has led you inside um she's like torvis are you drunk again on shift as she rushes over and kind of leads him over to a stool and sets him down uh, and tries to kind of, like, prop him up so he doesn't fall um, and looks over to you all. I'm so sorry if he's troubled you in any way. Um, 
Oh no, it's fine. He's just telling us about these people who stole stuff. Nice. All right. Just uh, sh- cool. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. We like we we seem like really cool people because we are like really cool people. Really. Well, that's good to know. Um, well, we also have been known to do a thing or two for coin. <clears throat> so if you have sounds like, good. Like Luke lost this. And he goes over and he picks up this bench that has like two females on it and he starts lifting it with one arm. See? Easy. Now give me coin. No, Franz, that's for like your own benefit. We're talking about for like these people. Yeah, that was a nice show. Oh. Um, yeah, you have like a light that needs to be found. Yeah, I mean, we're missing our light out front. If Are you... Are you took it. Are you offering that you're going to go find the people who did this? I think we would love to. That seems like a consent. We're like an adventuring party. We've done this before. All right. I mean, we won't be able to, you know, offer much from our settlement. We're a pretty poor place. Um, We might be able to offer some expedition tools from uh, Frozen Far Expeditions, maybe, uh, on like a completed completed mission. Um, As well as a round of, easily a round of ale and, and some food if you guys come back. Um, and lodging while we're here. Oh yeah, yeah, plenty, plenty. Yeah, we'll That's be able to, like, to house you guys. Um, and like spread the word to like other people, and they'll know that like we're like really good at what we do. Sure. So that other people can hire us who can afford to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll try my best. Love it. I have a request. Franz needs a really big bed. He's tired of his twinkie toes just hanging off the bed when we're- he sleeps. Can I have a big bed? I'll see what I can do. Thank you. <laughs> he also has night terrors, so you have to make sure that, like, yeah, sometimes, we need sometimes Han has to, has to change the dog. Sometimes I like, hold on to him. It's, like, it's okay, it's okay. People are like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, you can like, put no. them in their own room, but we need separate rooms because uh, those night terrors are pretty terrifying. All right. Yeah, he didn't use the dog like that, and one day, like, punched him in the throat, and now he, like, talks you a little. Yeah. All right, well, welcome to the no- the Northern Lights. Thank you, it's great to be here. Before I kind of give you the rundown of what all of all that I know, um, like drinks or food or yeah, yes, all of the above. All right, <laughs> as she you see her kind of quickly turn around and run into the back real quick for yelling. Um, Just a few pots of stew, I guess. Uh, make them warm, please. Um, before she comes back out and fills a few mugs of ale and then sets it on a table in front of you all. Um, yeah. So, pretty much, uh, she begins to kind of tell you what's been happening. Um, so, recently, within, uh, specifically our settlement, uh, it, it might be happening within other settlements, we don't really know, um, We've been hit by unseen, I guess you could say, assailants. They haven't been hurting anyone, but they've been stealing all sorts of stuff. They've stole our lantern um, from our our tavern, um, which is kind of problematic because it's like kind of like the main thing that brings people in uh, here, which, you know, it's it's a it's. The thing is that there's nothing special about it. It's just a lantern that sometimes it changes the color of the, like, flickering light within inside. It changes oh, from, like, a, 
a, yeah. a blue to a red to a green, uh, kind of just fluctuating between those <clears throat> colors. I have a question. Hmm. How do you know people are stealing things if you all keep saying you can't see them? Well, like, we know the thing was there and now it's not. Ah! Because it's just, like, been blown away. I feel like it would be a pretty easy thing, because, I mean, most of the ten towns are pretty dark. So, like, the light, at least specifically our light, would have been easy to find. Yeah, it's probably true. I'm still confused on how we are supposed to try to find something we can't see. <laughs> I'm working on it, don't worry. You're the smart <laughs> oh, <no>. one. That's right. <laughs> oh, have there goodness. been any signs of footprints or anything else leading off in any direction? I was just getting to that, actually. Uh, yes, we have found footprints uh, one of the previous nights. It was like the night after the lantern was stolen. Um, we found footprints behind our tavern of footprints leading to uh, Kelvin's Cairn. Now, this might just be, you know, my own theories, so it could mean nothing. But between you and me, I'm pretty sure dwarves used to live there, like around Kelvin's Cairn. It was like a, a, a there used to be a small dwarvish <clears throat> kind of settlement over there. So I'm thinking it's possibly dwarves that are doing this. Um, dwarves would have to be pretty desperate to be stealing from a settlement. Though I don't, I'm not saying that they're like average dwarves. I'm talking about Duragar, like the the dark ones, the ones that wouldn't come up during the sunlight. Like you don't see them very often, and we've only been hit during like the deepest parts of night. So whenever all the lights are off, everyone's going to sleep. No one's paying much attention to what's going on around. It's being stolen, and we haven't even like Torvis. I don't know if he introduced your, himself to you guys. He's the silver dragonborn. Um, he has been out there on shifts every night, making sure people aren't coming by. So I don't understand how he's not able to spot them as this, like these things are being stolen, unless they were invisible. Uh, and as she says that, you see him, uh, uh, another very large woman, uh, muscular kind of burst through the door from the kitchen bringing out pots of food mm. uh, setting them down and she's like don't listen to my sister um, she's just crazy okay uh, if anything it's just gonna be some like randos within town that are trying to get a few bits of coin there's no Duragar here in Icewind Dale okay? why don't you think there's Duragar because why would there be Duragar on the surface? Why wouldn't there be Duragar on the surface? Because usually they're down underground. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> question. Mm. That's civil and logical. <laughs> you're right. Remember, guys, negative one to intelligence here. Uh, Both of you? Or? Me. Uh, negative one to intelligence. DM, question. Uh, mm. I speak Dwarvish. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm negative. So, would that give oh, me gosh. a little bit of insight into whether it is on the... Durgar are like no in my head I think that if I know dwarves it means I know a little bit about dwarves so maybe I could like make that a, yeah, a I mean, of some kind or sure make a give me a history check oh boy you're good at those right the best Adam that's a nat 20 oh my gosh <laughs> minus one you guys on 19 19 that's still a nat 20 thank you yeah I mean I would say funny enough you have at least a little bit of knowledge about Duragar. Mm-hmm. 
they're widely known to be, you know, among the few occupants of the Underdark. Mm-hmm. So way deep underground. Um, so it would seem odd for them to come up to the surface, though the predicament where that the Ten Towns are in right now mm-hmm. are the only reason why you could ever see Duragar coming up to the because surface. Because there's no light. Because there's no light. There's no because that's the only reason why they're so deep underground, because, because they, they cannot stand they light. Mm. Uh, so in a time where there is no light on the surface, they can go about doing whatever they please. Um, so yeah, I mean, there could be a possibility. It's not like for certain, like, because there's no light, they're going to be here. Cause then it's like, Oh, why weren't they here whenever it's just every nighttime? Sure. So, Okay, so that yeah. took you 90 seconds to describe. I wanted it to take at least four minutes for me to tell everybody that. <laughs> In a good. very roundabout <laughs> way. Yeah. The two of us are like, er, yo, we got, uh, we got that. <laughs> we, we understood. I think I got it. <laughs> okay, good. He's also negative. <laughs> tell me a dwarvish. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's how we I just love the idea that... Dwarfus is just Scottish. Yeah, Dwarfus is just Scottish. That's <laughs> it's like, not, that's like well, a speaking of Dwarf. It's not like a completely another language that you can't understand. It's nope. just, <laughs> it's just you're saying it in a different way. Um, yeah. So, yeah. After that is kind of explained. Okay. Thoroughly. Um, she kind of sits down the the pots of food in front of you and eat up. Though no, you have plenty of time here if you're looking searching for those. Whoever is taking these things within town, um, by all means, stay here as long as you like. We appreciate it, kind. Well, Miss Skeptic, mm. what, what do you think is happening? Other than, is there any other possibility that it's someone outside of the town? I mean, everyone here in the town towns is looking for some way to earn coin, so. Mm. Especially stealing valuables and stealing the lantern. I mean, it's a cool little trinket, the lantern. It doesn't do anything crazy magical. So, so the, it's like, the lantern itself's not not really worth much? Or? Well, it would probably be, you know, <clears throat> it, you could probably run it at like a, a shop for a little bit of coin. It's just, it's not like a, like a, you know, super powerful magic item, I guess you could call it. It's just, it's just a fun little... Who would they sell it to if they stole it? I don't know, someone from a different town or something like that. Uh, though this is just my opinion, I don't... The Duragar thing is a little crazy. <clears throat> it's a little out there. Um, but we have we have seen the tracks leading away from the Ten Towns into seem, Kelvin's camp. Does there seem to be any pattern to any of the stuff that has been taken? Like, I like, mean, one night it was valuables. One night it was the goats. So... Hmm. Is it like a pattern to when they show up? Like, is it every third day, or is it like just whenever? It seems kind of just random. Mm. Like, they they might be getting something that they've, you know, can live off of for a little bit and then come back or something. Um, but they, they've... It's just like random knickknacks kind of every now and then. Um, so I don't, I don't fully understand why it's happening. It's just a really annoying occurrence that's been happening within our little settlement. Mm. And we'd like to have someone deal with it. We wished it was Torvis, but this drunkard won't stop drinking every day. 
He was nice whenever we first got him to be our speaker because he was, you know, super powerful. He's a veteran. He can take down anyone. But he also has a really bad problem with drinking right now. So yeah, he's just depressing to get to you. Yeah. Um, so we're we're just kind of so, trying to deal with that, balance that right now. So I think, speaking, thinking out loud here, uh, I think that there is a, the only other town close to this is Care Dinaval. Yeah. Yeah. Care Dinaval. Uh, so if the the mountain proves to be fruitless, we could just go to the next town over and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, is anyone selling stuff here?" But I think because there's tracks, and non-skeptic lady seemed very nice, uh, so I'm inclined to believe her. Um, the question is, do we go to the mountain, or do we wait for them to come back? Well, that's we random, don't... though, so yeah, we don't know when. Don't know when it could be like back. a month. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm kind of curious when it all started. Ask. <laughs> I was about to. Yeah. Then do it. <laughs> so... If this is just townspeople, when did this start? Uh, you see the, the, the smaller brunette uh, lady kind of set up. Uh, it started just a few weeks ago. So it's it hasn't been going on for too long, but it's been like frequent enough where it's becoming an issue. It doesn't make sense that it would be someone from the town if it just started. Like, who would have just flipped and started stealing things? That's true. Um... That's why, that's why I think it's the, the Duragar. And um, they're only stealing things. They're not, like, vandalizing anything or no. just, just, just missing items. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, probably somebody that just kind of rolled through. Not us, though. Definitely not us. That's the thing. It's like everyone that comes through town, it's not very often that people come through town. And if they do come through town, it's like a small caravan. Where they're already selling things. And there's no correlation, so... So it's like they come through and then they leave pretty quick because we're just a small fishing settlement, so most of us can't even buy anything that they are selling. Um, We don't want our stuff stolen, so we'll go see if it's this Durgar. Sounds good to me. I I forgot to introduce myself. My name's Allie, and my sister is Corey. Um, Allie and Franz. Nice to meet you. I'm not Franz, I'm Hans. This is Franz. I'm Franz. Nice to meet you both. We're brothers if you didn't know. I could definitely tell. I see she'd smile like we are. <laughs> right. Incredibly. Um, if I can get your rooms real quick, so you guys can just get that set up for the night. I don't Se- know if you're staying here. Separate rooms, remember. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All three rooms prepared. <laughs> unless you want separate rooms. No, I have to make sure that Franz, if you didn't hear me the first time, I have to make sure that Franz doesn't like night terror stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have to hold him. It looks like we're kindling, but really I'm just like restraining him. Sometimes I wake up screaming for mother. Do you you remember mother? I do remember a long time. (laughs) She really bumped us up. Yes, she did. She she made us all all the proteins. I really hope. That's oh man! If this became famous one day, I wish every single time you did that, they edited over the actual <laughs> like line. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll I'll go get that for you real quick. Three rooms, uh, free of charge, for the time that you are staying here and helping us. Very good. Thank you. Um, okay, so there is, I'm gonna write down your guys' names so I can actually say your names <laughs> in this campaign. 
Matt, give me your name again. Nagu. Just spell that however you want. Nagu. Okay, so that's I'm also going to do the same. Naga, Naga. I need to write down how you say your name. And then you are... E-O-D-A-N. Yodin. Yodin? E-O... Yes. What was, what was your name? Yeah. Nagu. Nagu. Yodin. Yep. Okay. Yodin Moon. Oh, Stave. E- Yodin. And then... Is it many Spanish? Yodin? Yodin. Uh, I didn't know I was gonna make a difficult name. So you just take a pop of it. I guess you could say that's why he comes up with That's how I'm gonna write it down. Yoda with an N. Yoda, I like that. Ron's and Hans. Ron's, Franz. Okay, there we go. I got all the names. It's funny because I've I've written all the names down in the way that they're spelled, except for yours, which is I just have the like, the way that you say it written down. This is E O Dan. Oh Dan, it works. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, but she comes back out with uh, three small keys and hands them to you all. Um, are you wanting to start on this, like, right away, or are you just wanting, like, a night's nice rest for the night, or...? Yeah, we're burning daylight. <laughs> Good one, Hans. What was it? Well, if we're eating, what, I mean, like, what time is this? I mean, time is a little weird here, because yeah. it's... Time is a construct here in the Iceman Dale. Yeah, really. it's like, I mean, you could say it's around, like, late... Oh gosh, Day, it's like maybe? the, it's like those, uh, it's like the places like up in Norway or wherever mm-hmm. where it's like always daytime for like half the year. Yep. Oh god. Yeah, whenever I went to Iceland, that's how it was. I was gonna say, yeah, you were probably in that same place. Yeah. daytime for like 22 Iceland hours, and then it would get down to like sunset for like two hours and then go back up to day. So it never got like really, really nope. dark dark? That's insane. It was weird. Is that how it works though? Like... In other parts of the year, it's like dark a lot. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so during, the, during the other season, the it gets, winter it is like it's like pitch black Jeez. for twenty-two hours. Yeah, and I've seen stuff about. I've seen people like, that live up there. They're like, yeah, this is just how. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> I would not. I don't know how to be able to function because it's like well, that's great. Your circadian rhythms would be just mm, gone. That's, that's what you shocked. think. I fell asleep so easily up there, like, like normally. You would, you would. It was strange. But we also put like blinds and stuff. Yeah, I was like, you got, you got to like. <laughs> Whenever it was nighttime, you cover the window. You got to fake it. You got to fake your body and think of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, if you all, no, we could start. I mean, we could we could rest. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just thinking if we, yeah, yeah, I need a long rest. Jeez. <laughs> We've yeah, yeah, spent yeah. so much already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just breakfast-ish. Yeah, goodness, man. Whew. No, well, I say we rested the first thing in the morning. We head on. We head to the. We head that direction. We see yep. what we see. Right. Cool with that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, in the morning. I mean, um, we only got like what a few more hours of <clears throat> real time left. So we have. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, should probably. Yeah. Uh, whenever you, whenever you all wake, um, come meet me down here again. I'll lead you to where I found the tracks, uh, and we'll go about how you guys are going to do this. I mean, it's completely up to you, so... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Dang thing. Sounds like a great plan. Name was Ali. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
Sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> Amy and Callie, right? Gosh. Yeah, you guys are uh, left to your own to sleep for the night. Uh, the rooms are nice enough. Uh, nothing crazy. Um, a decent-sized bed. It is not quite big enough to fit Goliath, but... I mean, maybe if you slept, like, diagonally, you might be able to be, like, on the full bed. Do you have two beds that we can shove together? No, it's just one bed in these rooms. Can we, pull a, can we pull a bed from another room? <laughs> I mean, you can try. I'm gonna go find a bed in another room. Okay. <laughs> I need to get my curls on. Uh, 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 I don't know what roll. He's 18 plus something. Uh, just, I give them my bed, because I just sleep with on the floor with the window open. <laughs> Sure, yeah. So you go into the room, and you slide the bed out, kind of just like, <laughs> across the ground, into the other room, and then... Thanks, Is there, like, a foot, no problem. a head and a foot to the bed? Yeah, yeah. Sweet, I stacked the first bed on top of it, so now we have bunk beds! <laughs> so much room for activities! But it's like, the back, the, the headrest is slightly taller than the footrest, it's like an angle... It's fine, it's fine. His bed needs to be longer, though. So you're just... <laughs> people out, people out in the hallways just hear this. We like, forgot the reason we got the bed. Yeah. We realized we could bunk them. It was, it's, yeah. all, it's all shiny. Yeah, like it's pressed up against the ceiling. It's, people uh, out in the hallways are trying to sleep. And they just hear... <laughs> <laughs> coming from the room. <laughs> and then wrestling later at the... <laughs> part about that is you have a you have a bunked bed but you're sleeping in the same bed yeah. because you need to make it so that they don't have night terrors. That's true. <laughs> they just bunked another bed. <laughs> well yeah because it's fun to play on. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it's bedtime we have to yeah. you know we have to be serious. Oh my gosh that's incredible. Oh. Alright yeah. A long rest is taken. Sweet. Um as you guys wake up in the morning. During the uh, night they all hear a Molly! <laughs> Definitely, Definitely hard to get a night. You should roll every rest. night to see if you have a night terror. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah roll a d20 what? for me. D20? Okay. Yeah. 18? 18? No, no night terror tonight. Okay. okay. So, good. Good sleep. Good, good sleep. Good sleep. You're still grappling him just in case. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I never know what it happened. <laughs> yeah. You actually can't fall asleep now without like, grappling. I'm just trying to picture you going to bed just holding him like. You basically it's wear like a straight right. jacket to bed. Really, like you have to tie your arms together. Yeah. I literally have long limbs for this purpose. I just oh, full gosh. on just wrap and I'm just right there. <laughs> snuggling. Yeah, it's yeah. snuggling. Doctor says his arms grew three inches last uh, four years. I'm, um, oh, I'm, I'm this close to be enough. He gets any bigger, I'm this close to dragging my knuckles on the ground when I walk. It's crazy. <laughs> but as you guys wake up in the in the morning, um, you all kind of meet back out into the kind of main kind of I guess lobby area of the, the inn um, as Allie meets you out there and says uh, just follow me around back real quick um, as she leads you out you also see Torvis is still completely passed out in like on top of one of the tables in the center of the tavern this is Dragonborn's problem he's just having a good time um, but headed out uh, you guys kind of make your way around um towards the back side where you see there are slight indentations now um, of footprints leading towards Kelvin's cairn. Uh, 
and you can tell because you can see barely, like barely make out like just the brief kind of like edges of this kind of peak within Icewind Dale um, from the storm that has subsided a little bit. So it's easier to possibly trek around. It's not the howling blizzard that you walked in on Koenig with. Um, Is it like nighttime dark all the time? Or is it, does it get, like, grayish? At this time? point in, in the day, day it, it is nighttime dark. It's still nighttime dark? Damn. That's crazy. Okay. But, but there's, there's no stars in the sky. That's, that's the weird thing. thing. It's, it's like, like nighttime, nighttime just <clears throat> void above you. Mm. Mostly clouds. That's, that's mostly kind of what's been blocking everything. What kind so, of animals are out in this sort of thing? Uh, you might find, like, you know, polar bears and stuff. Just Arctic animals. Um, penguins. <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm pretty sure there are penguins. Uh, yeah, she leads you out back where there are those indentations that lead out of Kerkonik. And the, these are the only tracks that we have to track these invisible assailants from. So, this is really all I can help you with. I bid you good luck. Um, we're here to support you in any way in the town. Good luck. You too, man. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. No problem, Franz. Um, yeah, yeah, she, she kind, kind of, of turns around and heads, heads back inside. Okay. All right, we, let's, let's rock and roll, right? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Can you guys see in this? It is pretty is it, dark. I have dark vision. Oh. Yeah, bugbears have dark vision for some okay. so we're fine. I, I oh, know. you guys are bugbears. Yeah. I forgot. Okay. I'm going to cast flame. Okay, okay. so you... And immediately surrounding you guys, this, like, dimly lit kind of uh, sphere of light... I guess I have to stay close to him. No. Which, Which does, does kind of stunt your guys' dark vision as you guys are close. Uh, I will go ahead and... Because I am a bugbear and bugbears are sneaky. Mm. I will stay out of the ring of light and be sneaky. All right. While I... I don't know why I say it that way, but that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I just about 20 feet away from us. That's fine. I envision we let you guys stay towards the back because you guys are like doing like squat exercise things every time you walk. <laughs> he's doing lunges as he goes. Yeah, lunges. No, I'm not... Uh, Hans doesn't do a lot of... He does a little bit of exercise, but he's... Again, he's more thin than he... He's, like, leaner than this guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because he sneaks around a lot, so... But yeah, I'll, I'll go... I'll go into stealth and just kind of, like... Okay. Stay quiet and, like... I like know, to think it's because you always skip leg day. That's... <laughs> always skip leg day. Sounds good. Hans um, will follow Hans, and he will try to be sneaky as well. As he's doing lunges. <laughs> yeah, that's how he says sneaky, it's his lunges. Yeah, he but he's slowly counting them as you're oh, walking gosh. behind. Imagine traveling uh, miles and just on My stealth is a... 23. Jesus. Yeah. Are we all rolling for stealth? All stealth them? Well, they as well. So they well, that's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pretty I was just saying, because I didn't see in the dark, and I was being able to stay out of the light, so I was true, just going to yeah. stealthy, so. Cool. Yeah. Those make sense. Mine, my stealth is an 18. Sounds, Sounds good. good. No one's uh, going to see me with my 
fire. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. No, no and so, Pitch Black Boy. Boy and... Fun facts. Uh, Bugbears also have sneak attack, just naturally. That's awesome. So I get an additional 2d6 uh, sneak attack damage. So I'm going to try to be quiet every round. Hey, Bugbears are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just a, yeah, I don't even have to be a rogue to just be like, yeah, just naturally. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is punch him. This is what we do. Um, I grapple. We sneak up. I grapple him, and then you. Oh, punch. Yep. There you go. I like it. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, so who is following the tracks? All kind of. Well, yeah. Like. Okay. <laughs> He's everyone. Are you guys in front or behind us? I think Yoden's. Because I have the be fire. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Wait, either side, maybe. You can see in the I'll dark. It doesn't matter. Front. Okay. So. Okay. So, so you're. You stay behind. I'll stay in you, the back. You're, you're in the back. I'm in the front. Okay. Got the um, so up about 20-ish feet, and then back uh, about 20-ish Yeah, just as far, the 30 feet as far away mm-hmm. as the light is, and where it doesn't catch me. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, so you guys begin yeah. trekking. Yeah, following the trail. Um, yeah, for... It seems like you guys, like, easily are able to follow the tracks. Um, as they are, they were getting lighter as, like, time was progressing, because, you know, snow is constantly sure. following here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Up until about the 50-foot mark where the tracks kind of become very hard to see, except for about 10, maybe 30 feet ahead of you guys, you see the indentations of fresh tracks. Like, in the previous night or so. Okay. But they come up just to the edge of where town was, like, kind of, like, where the border of, like, you could imagine where, like, the town border would be, Mm -hmm. and then they left. So, like, you can see that they, like, there were tracks heading towards the town, and then they did a 180 and then headed back. Hmm. So they were going to town, and then they decided not to. Still in the same direction. The plot thickens. Hmm. Okay. We'll keep, we'll keep following the, the fresh tracks are going back to the, the current? Yeah. Okay. We'll head that, we're going to head that way then. Alrighty. Uh, these tracks are easy to follow. They're fresh, so there's no checks needed. You just kind of keep your eyes down, looking at the ground-ish, while you know keeping uh, looking up so you don't run into anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you you make your way further uh, in. It's about a few miles or so that you're just walking mm. and just keep on going. What's the terrain like? Is it like a tundra? Or? Yeah, it's kind of like slight hills kind of at, around the cairn specifically it gets a little more hilly mm-hmm. and you know that there is a drop off at some point like there's a valley around mm-hmm. the cairn um, natural protection from yeah. uh, but you do know that this place around here does get hilly and it does get more and more steep as you get closer and closer to the cairn um but you guys continue following uh, up until you're met with another set of tracks. Um, these are what looks like kind of two flat grooves. And then in between, well, on either side of it, you see these large footprints about kind of yay big or so, you know, a few feet long, um, kind of leading this kind of like walking on either side of this kind of like two groove indentation in the snow. But you see that kind of lead off in a direction. And the fresh tracks end here. 
As a student of lore, mm. would I recognize what these tracks are from? Sure. Make a survival check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, with a fourteen, you do not know what the footprints are, like what they could have been from, uh, but the kind of slight, just vertical grooves within the snow, uh, easily you can probably tell that that's like some sort of dog sled. Just some sort of sled-like like vehicle. Interesting. Um, you've seen them coming... In and out of ten towns, they're widely used within the area. Yeah, it's like, kind of like a sled or something. Um, what would the dwarves thing. use a sled? Though it's just an easy use of tri- like an easy way to transport around the ten towns because it's just something that slides across the top of the snow. Um, just curious, based on what we know about the dwarves. Yeah, though they aren't being. It's, it doesn't seem like it's being pulled by dogs, though. Like, there, yeah, are, so there are indentations giant, of foot. giant prints. Do I know those look like? Those prints look familiar? You can do a survival check? I can definitely do a survival check. Yeah. Uh, 11? <laughs> 11? No idea. I mean, they're large prints. They're larger than yours. Damn. Um, so they're, they're pretty sizable footprints. Mm-hmm. You just don't know exactly what creature they might come from. Mm-hmm. And, are, and these tracks are heading away or towards the mountain? kind of like in a in a path towards like it's you see it's like it's avoiding just like hills so it's not being like led up hills sure um, it's still seemingly going in the same direction of the Cairn so the Fresh Prince uh, <laughs> of dog sled of dog sled yeah, yeah. Um, so the the new tracks. We're leading away from town or towards town? So the fresh tracks, they... They started outside of town. They led up to town, and then they it's like the person at one point turned around and then walked back. Huh. So the person walked to town, in theory, turned mm-hmm. around, walked back, ended up at the sled where the tracks go away. Mm-hmm. The sled then continues towards the mountain. Yep. And those are the only tracks we have? Yep. Okay. Correct. Prince. The Prince. Yeah. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Fingerprints. Uh, are there any fingerprints around? Just out of curiosity? Fingerprints. Investigation check. Hmm. That's a good call. A lot of stuff for... That's a nine. No. I'm gonna... I'm gonna look around for... Any signs of something other than prints. Okay. Or tracks. Sure. Twenty. Uh, Twenty. Uh, with a 20. Mm. Guidance. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, not Shout really. I do. Anything else. Um, but you do look around and there is, there's something that like off of your, the glow of your fire is just slightly glinting. It's like partially buried beneath like the snow by the tracks. Look there. Well. <laughs> The glowy thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, I'll, you, I'll you, ooh, pick it up. Um, it looks like it's a small, like, you know, few inch long little shard of like this black crystal. Oh. Mm. Just like this deep black onyx color. Um, what is this? 
Yeah, that is. Do I know what it is? Uh, this would be an Arcana check. Ooh, Arcana. I can I do that. Just throw, I'm throwing spaghetti to yeah. see what sticks, so <laughs> feel free to jump in here at any moment. Okay, That's not go. bad, a 16. It's stuck. Um. One second. I rolled a one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Looking at the magic guys over 16. there. Anything. You do recognize what this helps. is. This, this is, is a very well-known um, kind of like <clears throat> arcane magical substance that is used recently within the Ten Towns. Uh, it is mined out by like ruins of like this, uh, of things that just showed up after the the Frost Maiden's appearance. Uh, it is known as Shardolin. It is this black crystal that is known that you can imbue it with magical properties, um, and it can become a very powerful enhancer of magic. So if grouped together in a very large quantity of it, it can become like a usually people have been known to possibly think of like making like constructs with these because they kind of allow the weave to move throughout them easy, like easier so you can make, you know, constructs much faster rather than like, you know inscribing like tons of glyphs into stone and or whatever material you want to use. And you said this stuff came after the Frostmaiden? Yeah, so it was like these ruins showed up as the Frost Maidens kind of appeared. <laughs> um, and it has... People have been, like, you know, seen this, and they're interested in it, and so they went mining for it. Sure, Though it's now, like, a... Um, it's hard to come by at this point, because mm-hmm. a lot of it has been mined up, and it was a very, like, sparse resource. Sure. It just popped up, and there was only on, like, certain parts of Icewind Dale. And it was deep okay. into Icewind Dale as well. So what you're saying is that a magical rock is somehow tied to an entity of this world and can, like, alter the fate of, like, are you just stealing everything from my old campaign, girl? <laughs> <laughs> this is a book. I'm not doing anything. Oh, damn, I must have stolen from them. Ooh. Um, <laughs> what? Ooh, okay. Like, um, all cut right. that out. <laughs> Sorry, I just... better do a big bleep over an entire book. You just talking about Charlotte, I was like... This seems like something I just did not too long ago. Um, okay, so Shardolin is magical. There's not a lot of it, yet somehow it's right here out in the open. Hmm. Hmm. Someone must have dropped Ooh. From the car, maybe? I think so. Which means someone is probably up to no good. <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? What does that have to do with Scout? I don't know, but I will give you props. I'm very impressed with your knowledge of this stone. Thank you! (laughs) I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Yeah, those tracks are still in front of you. Then we're going to follow the tracks, and I'm going to keep an eye out for uh, more shardling while also still being stealthy. Sure, yeah. Roll an investigation check as you guys continue oh, going. Guys, I'm All not, this? should not be well, doing this. So, there are people that are going to need to be following tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm following tracks then. I'm not. Okay. So, there are, you, you have know, the so lights. You track people, it. and we have possible Shardolin people. Oh. I will follow the tracks like I've been doing because I'm in front. 
Okay. I'll let you guys look for Charlene because you have a light to the What is this? Yeah, and actually, investigation. This will be an investigation. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sorry. I'm just blindly following Ooh, this yeah. point. 20. What? Jeez. No, hands go, hands go. Do you want me to okay. roll a survival again, or how did you... No. The, the tracks are still, still easily oh, okay. yeah, able to... Good. good. See. Four. Four. Okay. <laughs> Nothing... Yeah. I mean, for the most part, when you're walking around, it's... I mean, it, that one little piece that you guys were able to find was already tough to spot. Like, it wasn't an easy find. It was, like, mostly buried, and the only reason you were able to get it was just a... You know, lucky glance in the snow from just a slight glint from like the light, like bouncing off of it. Um, though, as you continue on pushing through the snow, as the weather kind of gets more rough as you guys continue to push forward, um, it's harder to track, to even like pay attention to, like, let me look for tiny little crystals on the ground. Um, so you do not find any more. But after another few miles of hiking further and closer to Kelvin's Cairn, where it's now very visible within front of you, um, the tracks stop. Like, they, they slowly, like, they become, like, harder and harder to track up until a point where it's very hard. So at this point, I will need whoever is trying to track these, you know, the, the tracks. Um, I will need a survival check. So we can make this a group survival roll to see if you can follow them. Okay. So we all have to roll. You should definitely give guidance to the person who rolls terribly. Is that how that works? Yeah. It's a cantrip, man. Just, mm-hmm. just pump it out. Just blast them with it. Yeah, just blast them with it. All right. Blast Do I have anything in my here? Oh, God. <laughs> what check was it again? Survival. You're either hitting home runs or this Yeah, I'm, I'm either swinging for the fences or <laughs> not swinging at all, apparently. Bad? Everyone's just waiting oh, to see. Boy. Okay, uh, I'll, oh, start. I'll start. I'll start. That's a that one. That one for me. That one is for me. Oh, God. Okay. This is how we're going to die. I guess, I guess 16. 16? <laughs> Nine. Nice. Give yourself guidance. Is myself? <laughs> is okay. that one with your... Is it, well, with my survival, it's an eight. Eight, yeah. But it's still a natural one I need to like. Ooh. Uh, Good job. 13. Okay. Nice. Try to, okay. Bump those, try to bump the positive ones, guys. Can't help you. Raise the curve. You're continuing to push through in a direction that you seem that you think is right. Uh, uh, you're, you're pushing forwards. <laughs> And I mean, you're you're getting closer to Kelvin's cave. Oh God! Um, though it's it's getting harder to see as you know the blizzard kind of is starting to pick up. So it's. You can tell where Kelvin's Cairn is, but you don't know because I mean Kelvin's Cairn is a fairly large area. So it's like, you might get to Kelvin's Cairn, but are you at the right spot at Kelvin's Cairn? Should we build a shelter and wait out the storm? Uh, yeah, but if you guys want to wait out the talk about storm, goodness gracious. Are what? there, I mean, that's what's there right? <coughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. It's storming like crazy. Jeez. Should we build a shelter? <laughs> 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 Franz would like to know if there's any, like, um, 
wintry uh, woodland animals around. Would <laughs> you like to do a perception check? Sure. I'll help him. All right. I could summon an advantage. animal. <laughs> For dinner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's terrible. Hey, little guy. Nice. This is going to be 17. <laughs> huh? 17. 17. Um, a quick glance around. Maybe some, like, arctic hares. Maybe, like, kind of just, like, bouncing in and out of the snow. The rabbits. Nuts. No, no, like, snow owls or anything else like that. Not in this weather. Anything up in the sky would have been out of this as fast as possible. Well, all right, so let's make a shelter because we're not going to get anywhere with natural ones. As, uh, I will say. And I don't think the hairs are going to tell me what direction I can go in. Uh, it, since, since you guys, guys have been in Icewind Dale for a little bit, mm-hmm. you do know these winter storms come through pretty often. So uh, it's, if you were to wait it out, it might be like an hour before the next one hits. So it's, you can wait it out, but it's most likely you're just going to get hit with another. So we just need to, we just need to go. We just need to push through it and get to, yeah. get to a place where the storms are going to yeah. bother us. And it's yeah. not, it's not, you're not hitting like really bad blizzard yet. Like it's, it's just your average storm okay. within so ice. Oh, so it's not like a bad bad blizzard. Okay. So we should probably just keep moving. The winds are picking up a little bit still and the snow is falling. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now since there is clouds, more clouds overhead. Green lanterns. It's just hard to see. Um, okay, mm. so... Uh, we can do another... Uh, I will, I will this, uh, at this point, I will then uh, get... I'll make sure everyone's together so we're not like spread out super far because okay. now it's getting harder to see. Sure. So I will, I will forego my stealth in order to make sure everyone stays together and we will all move forward as one. Sure. Um, yeah. Sounds like a to do... Yes. With, With that, that, I will allow uh, any one of your choosing within the group to roll at advantage. Ooh. For, for this group survival roll. Uh, along with plus, everyone else. Plus so one person will get an advantage roll. What do you have? What do you have for four? Else four? Okay. So I should probably roll with advantage then, maybe? Yeah. All right. So, so I will do it at advantage, and then... Everyone else just rolls normally. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. And then guide somebody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 20. Woo. Oh, God. <laughs> Much better. Uh, <clears throat> unnatural 20. Nice. 13 plus I got the nat one this time. Same. Nice. Well, I got 22 on mine. Okay. Whoa! And, and with a group success. <laughs> Don't need Better to guide anyone. Yep. I have to grab... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to grab Nanu and be like, Come on, this way! Oh, I think we were going the wrong grab way. Grab him by a star <laughs> and just... Yeah. Uh, but as you guys... Turn one of the hills and see just the slight indentations of where they might have like dipped in a little bit further on like maybe like a rougher turn. You get back on the trail and head further in, down a little slope into the valley surrounding Kelvin's Cairn. Um, from this point on, you're getting deeper within. The skies are kind of getting semi-blocked now, not just by the clouds, but now by the valley walls that kind of stand around you as you guys kind of head about 50 feet down uh, into kind of like this large, almost like trench-like, uh, like 
natural kind of surface around you. Um, yeah, heading further in, you push forwards. Um, whoever, Calvin, you're leading, right? You're up. up, up uh, well, I mean, you, you joined the yeah, group, right? I was like up in front, just kind of like leading the charge. So okay. I can, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Make a perception check for me. Oogie doogie. <laughs> As you continue into the twelve. Twelve. I would say it's not super hard to see. God, I would hope not. Uh, mainly because it is not a natural formation. Um, on one of the kind of like your right side, as you guys are kind of walking through, um, you see jutting out from the stone and snow around, um, you see kind of like this very boxed kind of like brick like building, just like a stone flat cut building, um, kind of jutting out of the, the ground. Uh, about, about maybe 100 feet or so ahead of you guys, um, kind of on your right side. You don't get any of the details of, like, if there's windows or doors to this building. But it looks like a building. But it's, I mean, it's very geometrical. Like, it's not like, you know, this is, you know, a natural, like, little, you know, spire within the valley. It's like, this is something that's been, like, cut out. It's about 100 or so feet ahead of you. And he's the only one that sees us. No, I tell you. you yeah. Oh. I, mean, oh. I show you guys the building. And yeah, say, which guys, is we have about 25 minutes before we have to come to the uh, conclusion, I think. So we should probably figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you continue walking? 
Up ahead? Um, are there lights? No. No lights. No um, lights. How big is the building? Uh, from this distance, you could probably gauge maybe like 20-ish feet. It's, just like a, it's like a big building. Can I transform into a bird and scout ahead? Sure. Ooh. So you Good just... Again. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So you transform into a small little bird uh, and fly up ahead. Uh, yeah. Make a perception check as you begin to Clowns scout. can talk to you while you're up ahead. <laughs> True. 21. 21. Yeah, with that, easily. You kind of fly up ahead and kind of, like, peering through, uh, trying to, like, stay uh, up high and away <clears throat> from the ground as, you know, snow is still pelting you. Um you see what looks like this small kind of 20 by 20, you know, like almost just like square, like rectangular building that just kind of juts out of the ground. Uh, you see on one, on all sides of it, towards the center of like the actual, like towards the top end, uh, almost what looks like slit windows. Mm. Um, and then right uh, as you crest the kind of like left side of it, you see cut into the stone wall of the valley is what looks like this large, like semi, semi large fortress of some kind, like this small outpost kind of just like cut into the wall. No lights on, no nothing. Hmm. Um, You do see there are windows cut into kind of like the left, like leftmost side of this, uh, like one of the walls and closer to the right side, which you see kind of like curves around um, before you see kind of like the valley wall drop off. And then about 30 feet or so past the wall, you see that large uh, rectangular cut building. And no signs of anyone that I can... Not from that role, from being this far away and Mm -hmm. kind of flying and just trying to see it. You also do see there are two large stone doors kind of in the center of, like, the, the wall face. So, um, does it look dwarvish in nature? <laughs> Very. Okay. It is kind of like, it's, the, like, dwarvish architecture is pretty easy to, like, suss out. Um, you know, a lot of very hard-cut shapes. Nothing too, like, elegant or fancy. Sure. Um, and especially with an outpost, it's very much just, like, Cut it out of the wall. Very geometrical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially the fact that it's cut out of the wall. Like, it's not, like, built around something. It's This is, like, this is dug out of the wall. <laughs> All right. I fly back and tell everyone what you right. said. Yeah. So you... As a bird. <laughs> so we have a fortress. No, uh... It's relaying it back. <laughs> Pretty birdy over here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I transform back to my normal form before I get to him. Yeah. Like, he'd eat me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can talk to animals. Oh. Surprisingly enough, <laughs> this big old framed guy that talks to little while tiny you, while animals. While you're curling the, curling the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, that's when I summon bears. <laughs> oh gosh, so I'm just imagining this is awesome. <laughs> Your opinions on Hobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we've got a fortress. No sign of anybody? Just 
silent. How far Tracks. away are we? About 100 feet before Ooh. you guys kind of stopped suddenly. Tracks led to this? You do see, as like as you get closer up to the wall, it's kind of like the snowfall isn't as thick. Um, you do see there are obvious sled tracks leading up to the door and then inside. So we need to get in there, but maybe not through the door? Can I cast... It's within 120 feet range. Find traps. Find traps. Um, I think that would help us, right? Yeah. When we get close close enough. I would say wait till we get... Wait till we get closer. Right there. Because otherwise you're only going to get like 20 feet worth of traps. Wait, I've got an idea. Oh, okay. That's how that works. We're just trying to see what's in there first, right? Right. Okay. Hmm. Are are the the little snow fairs still around? I can find probably one or two, maybe. I'm going to try to catch one. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, are you doing this nicely, or are you just trying to go after one? Well, I, I have to speak with animals. See, I'm just going to ask them, hey, come here, little furry animal. Sure, yeah. This would be animal handling. All right. I, or, will, I will help by hopping around in the snow. Yeah. I will, I will let you choose between animal handling and persuasion. Since you can actually just straight up handling. talk to uh, it. So we <laughs> were at a... Oh, added mm-hmm. yeah. Give you the help action. Mm-hmm. I just realized how helpful fairy fire is going to be. This guy's going to be a 17. Fairy fire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 17? 17? Yeah, you see the little bunny like wop up. Yes. So I need your help. <laughs> what I would like to do, if you're alright with it, kind little furry animal, mm-hmm. is I would like to take you. And I'd like to sneak you into that nice little warm place over there and put you in through the window. And just to look, have you look around and see what's in there. Is... are there wolves? No, it's inside. You actually might get to be a little bit nice and toasty. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Alright. So I'm going to go and take this uh, and we're going to use That's sneak. So- Okay. Oh, I'll do it. I'll, okay. I'm sneaky. I'll, right. I'll get you. Here. Here, hold on. Before you do that, what I'm, I'm going to do then is I'm going to uh, cast... Let's see. I'm going to cast Beast Sense so I can see what my furry friend sees. Okay. Oh, while he's in there. Shoot. That's nice. cool. All right, That's yeah. cool. So you cast Beast That's Sense. That's fantastic. And you see your, your compatriot's eyes kind of flash briefly with this kind of like white light before uh, you see immediately into the eyes of the little frost hair. Um, Here you go. Thank. Take good care of our little friend and put him in the window. I will take care of good little friends. Uh, I, I, I forgot will... to ask him what oh, his wait. name is. What if am we're I doing? right up by the building now? I just want you to go yeah, and look around. Uh, uh, is, there, is there anything yeah, okay. in there specific that we want them to look for? People? <laughs> Dwarves. Yeah, we wanted to see we if there's to, anybody we, in there, and uh, uh, yeah, is there anybody in there, and is there is there human stuff in there? We need to basically like we can see if, yeah, there's, like a if there's anybody in there, and how many there might be in there, and then we also need to see if there's any um, uh, man-made things in in there, like a lantern, like a lantern specifically. Do you think you could do that for me? I 
don't know what a lantern is, but I'll I will try to find it as much as I can. So it's something that's gonna be about like this. Okay. And it's bright. It has a light, so you'll see that it will kind of probably glow potentially, okay. or it looks like it might glow if it was lit. Can we hear him All talking right. to the rabbit? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> does it sound like me talking, or does it sound like? It sounds like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, can't understand. Tell, it. tell him it looks like a contained fire. Look, I'm supposed to tell you it looks like contained fire. I've never seen fire in my whole life. <laughs> you, you tried, oh, that's fair. It is funny. You tried oh, to describe screwed. the light. That means you've been safe your entire <laughs> life. I, I find like a rock and I just cast light on it and like hand it to him so he can that's explain That's crazy, it. bro. That, it's going to look like that? Yes, yes. It will, look, it will right. look like that. I'll look for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, you have my 40 feet of movement okay. to just <laughs> as fast and quietly as okay. I can. Yeah, make a stealth check, please. You should guide me. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> be careful, Fluffy! Nice. Uh, that is going to be 22. 22. Nice. Yeah, with that, you. <laughs> just like. I mean, yeah, I'm not like, like uber quiet, but you just like. Yeah, yeah. It's just you can briefly hear the yeah. as he's like crunching into the like just the few inches of snow. Oh, I'm legless now. I'm finding the spots where I'm not. I'm yeah. super. Uh, but you get up real close, um, and as you're kind of like sneaking along along the edge, uh, you do find one of the windows. Just slide up the ramp. Look, I want to make sure okay. that I can, like, get him in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I it's, like, it's big enough for, like, like, a... like, get him in there. It's big enough where you could... It's Here you go. just <laughs> wide enough where, like, a rabbit could fit through. Okay, can I, uh, look, can I just kind of, like, look in with one eye and see, like... Sure, yeah, so peering in. Oh, yeah, you have dark vision. Um, it is a... Ooh, let me... Uh, it's about 15 feet to the other side of the wall. Okay. And you can see there are about two entrances. One is door off, and one is a staircase that leads up on the right-hand side. Is this the main entrance? No. So this is... The main entrance is still a little bit further down to your left. Okay, so this is just a... This is, this is just the first window that you came up to. Okay. And this is just a window that goes into the room? There's no, like, door or nothing that goes into this room? Um, from the not, outside? Not from, from the outside. Okay, right, just make sure. Okay. So this is a room with stairs going up and a door on one end. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is no one... Well, actually... Mm-hmm. Actually... <laughs> as you peek over and in, uh, you're doing it stealthily enough where I'm going to give it to you where you don't get seen. Yeah. Because just, like... Maybe five feet away from you is uh, a small Duragar woman who is just standing there, heavy crossbow in hand, kind of just peeking out, like, you know, keeping watch. So I look window up Duragar. Well, it, you just see the crossbow. Yeah, I mean, it's like you peek over and the Duragar is like right there. Oh, jeez. And so you just immediately. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I stealthily go, Lal. Get to the job. Who's that? Um, okay, so, so I'm holding Rabbit. Mm. Seeing that, mm. I can't put little Franz in a room with that person. <laughs> so, is there another window? 
On the if you continue along just the wall and past the doors, there's another window, just one little window on that. Like, is it look like this window? It looks exactly similar, like same build style. Hans is not smart enough to deduce that this is another place where a Durger is going to be. <laughs> um, Calvin is. Calvin knows that this is there's going to be another Durger over there. Hans is not. Who's Calvin? Um, <laughs> I've never seen a Calvin. I've never seen one of those. We're at the mountain. He's been talking about Calvin's car this whole time. Oh, yeah. Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calvin's you, um, car. His cousin. <laughs> um, okay, so... Hans is going to... Let me ask this. Mm. Can I use my stealth to go to the other building? Or do I have to re-roll to go there? You can, you can use your stealth. Okay. So you, Another one. Yeah. yeah. Scoot along the wall. Um, super stealthily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm guessing you do the same peek in? Yeah. I don't want to put him in there with um, you. This, this is a much larger room. Okay. About 20 by 25-ish feet. Okay. Um, filled with, like, cells. Which, how far does your dark vision go? 60. Oh, yeah. So you can easily see the creatures that are in each cell. Uh, you see basically what looks like very decayed humans. Um, with, like, have you seen Last of Us? Yeah. So you know, like, the clickers? Video game or the TV show? Both. Okay. Um, so you know clickers? Yeah, of course. With, like, you know, the fungus growing out of their head and everything like that. Of course, weird stuff. Yeah, so you see a few... Uh, very dead-looking humanoids with this fungus growth kind of growing out of their skull. Uh, and then one that looks like a fully, like, completely covered in fungus, um, kind of just standing, like, holding one of the bars and kind of just, like, slowly, like, kind of just leaning against the bar. So, like, like the big bloated versions of clickers or, like, clicker size. Clicker size. Okay, so just like a normal human size. But like yeah, just but instead of like it's just the head, it's like the whole body is like fungus. Is it like large size funguses? Yeah, I mean it's like completely like covered them, okay, like okay. head to toe cool. at this like, point, okay. and like grown over like the, their chest plates. He he says and, it looks like it's yeah. still alive, and it's like this one is like the other ones were kind of like slumped over on the ground. This one's like standing up and is like just leaning on the bar. Okay. Um, Franz sees uh, this through the rabbit's eyes. He's like, oh my God. like Franz is gonna do <laughs> to, to avoid uh, copyright infringement, we call them cl- clackers. 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 Funny mushroom men. Snappies. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're fun guys. They Calvin, are. They are. Calvin, okay. I want you to edit now me saying <clears throat> snappies over every single every time single I time say clickers. clickers. There you go. Yep. There's another HBO's, one. HBO's yeah. off of one. There we go. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's disturbing. Those little... uh, <laughs> that's, that's a clacker. Yeah. The, uh, Hans does <laughs> not know what to do now. He's never seen anything like this. Maybe. I don't know what Hans has done in his adventuring days. I should know. <laughs> I am I am him. Um, he's going to. Uh, Who is this guy? Is there any uh, entrances out of this room that he can send little prawns into? Or? There is a door on the right hand side of the room. Open or close? Uh, it is slightly ajar. Okay. And then there are. Uh, there's a staircase on the far end, like directly across from where the window is, uh-huh. uh, that leads up. Okay. So uh, I'm going to send. <clears throat> 
uh, Franz Jr. in there mm-hmm. and push him in the direction of the stairs. Okay. So that he goes up the stairs. So you push, and eventually he just drops. Um, Wait, does he fall? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no, like, like, not a bookshelf or anything? He <laughs> jumps down to <laughs> a little kid sliding. Kid yeah. I mean, it's like a few feet. Um, so, you know, just like, mm-hmm. uh, before he, I mean, Matt, you see through uh, Fluffy's vision. Um, he kind of scoots forwards and is kind of just like taking in like his surroundings just real quick uh, before quickly just trying to get away from whatever these creatures are that are within the cells. Um, quickly hopping up the stairs. Uh, what you see within his vision is a 20 by 20 foot room with four doors. Two on the left side of the room, two on the right side. All closed. Um, which you see him kind of just quickly look around, kind of hop around within the room for a little bit before turning around, heading out. Uh, you see, as I'm guessing you're still peeking in, I'm still, I'm still you see Fluffy kind of head down the stairs uh-huh. and then now is just walking around, just going around. Does he go out the other door? Yeah. Okay. Um, as he's headed out, um, you see, and through his vision, uh, what looks like a fairly large room, probably about 30, 40 feet, maybe, maybe 50, yeah, closer to 50, I'd probably say, uh, of just like this long room, um, large opening on the kind of left-hand side, um, where it kind of, you see it open up and then just kind of curve around the corner, so just out of view, can't see really what's down that way. Um, on the right side, as Fluffy kind of heads further in, uh, there is a, uh, what looks like a drawbridge that is against the ground, isn't like pulled up. It's flattened down, uh, over what looks like about like a hundred foot pit that is just right in front of the front doors. Uh, on further across the room, you see what looks like a large, like, winch-like system um, where these large chains lead across towards the large drawbridge so where it could, seems like it would pull it they up. They could pull it up and mm-hmm. move it. If mm-hmm. it um, and then close to that winch, you see three large cages. Uh, one that is empty, one that has some large zombie-like creature kind of slumped over, barely able to, like, be, like fit inside of, and it's kind of just, like, pressed up against the bars. And then in the other cage, two goats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see that the door, <laughs> like, the, the room kind of continues, and there's a small hallway where the bunny kind of peeks around, and there's a door. Um, so it can't go any further that way. So okay. it continues kind of hopping around. Um, into that room that it kind of couldn't see because it bended off. Um, you see what looks like a kind of large, like another 50-foot-ish room or so, 50, 40-ish foot, um, where in the middle it is kind of bisected by this wall that is like... There are two gaps within the wall that are just completely open. Um, and then... Past those, you see uh, another doorway that leads further in. But that's all that the bunny can see is it's just kind of hopping around. It's okay. okay. It's trying to look for stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so goats are a pretty good sign. These guys are the ones that stole the stuff. 
How do we get in? Oh, that's easy. Is it? <laughs> I can fit in through the slot. Open the doors. Oh, that's true, because you can wash it into something. That... Yeah, that's... I will say from the bunny's perspective, there was no lock on the door. On the front doors? Yeah. You can just open them? Oh. Yeah. They're just it. flat and stone got doors. Find traps, so if there's a trap, we'll know it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I think we just go... We, we go to the doors and quietly go in and see what we see. Were right. we there to retrieve the stuff or just to find it? Because we did find it. <laughs> we found ghosts. We didn't find the lantern. Oh, gosh, that is a dilemma. <laughs> we could just tell them, but what are they going to do about it? Let's imagine returning to town. Yeah, we found it. Yeah. Oh, you got it? No, we just no, we found it. Yeah, not our problem. <laughs> do you know where the lamps are? <laughs> Thank <laughs> <laughs> Um We saw zombies. Yeah. Good luck, guys. We're gonna head to warmer climates. Were you guys missing those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you guys missing mushroom men for some reason? Is that some good old mycanoids? Um, all right. So we'll. I'll reconvene with everybody once once we figured this all out. Okay. Uh, and I do want to make note that at one point I do tell them like. Yeah, and then one of the stars was like, it's humongous fungus just like hanging out. Fungus among us. Fungus among us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you head back. So, what's happening with the bunny? He's just chilling inside. Yeah, we'll have to go get him. We'll it's get found him. like a little, like there oh, are these little <laughs> well, wall so sconces like up Matt's against the wall. Here's the, so here's, here's the thing. Uh, after casting this, I also hmm. realized that... Uh, 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 I'm not present, essentially. So I'm <laughs> blinded and deafened to my own surroundings. <laughs> so I have no idea what it is you guys are doing right now. I'm just sitting well, there. Well, by the time like, I get back, ten minutes have come and gone. So I would have, I would think you were okay. like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Definitely Fair by nothing. that point. Yeah, yeah, so... But we'll go in. Don't worry, Franz. We'll go get little Franz. Alright, so I think <laughs> no, that's the best thing to do. Is we just, yeah. we yeah. open... We... We try quietly as we can to open the door, make okay. sure there's no traps, and then make our way in and so, try to get. Starting that off, stealth rolls, everyone. Okay. As you guys get closer to the outcome. Man, we're not at disadvantage on this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got a plus one. What are we Stealth. I am. I'm gonna guide myself. Not stealthy. <laughs> ah, damn. Fourteen. Fourteen. You're very loud. Go first. Uh, I had a five. Oh, nice. Eighteen. Twelve. Okay. Hmm. I'm stealthy. I'm coming. <laughs> Not horrible. You forget um, to turn your light off. Extinguish the fire. Uh, yeah, you guys creep ever so closer to the stronghold. Um, whereupon, as you guys get or like pass by that first window that you first saw the Durgar at, mm-hmm. um, you're slightly louder than you'd like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the, the crunching of snow, just mm-hmm. like that kind of like yeah, un like just not natural pattern to like mm-hmm. just the noises of. The Icewind Dale. Hmm. Um, you start to hear shuffling within, like in 
through the cracks in the walls, like the, the little like slots. Shit. Um, you're close enough now where you can probably cast yeah, fine traps. Fine traps. Though. Yep. Uh, so just a quick like boo. I do so. Um, and does it ping where the traps are? Or does it just tell you that there's traps? Uh, you sense presence of the traps in the range line of sight. Trap for purpose includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect. Okay. Uh, it's within sight? Sense and. You, so yeah, it's just within the stuff range that, that is within, looking at. within line of sight. Okay. Hmm. So it's like if you were looking at the door, you would be able to tell that the door was trapped. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, kind of just like snapping that on, um, nothing pings. Okay. The door, nothing. Nothing pings. I mean, everything else is just flat stone wall out here. Other than None the of slots. the walls. Because I'm looking at the walls, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. My peripherals. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking around. Yeah. Nothing no. that's pinging? Okay. Yeah. It reveals if a trap's present. It doesn't tell you specifically where it is. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. I will say there is a slight pull to the other side of the door. So it's not like the door itself is like pinging, but it's just like just. So I do detect a little bit of something yeah, coming yeah. from. Okay. And, uh, there's a, a pull, like a, a pull, like a like they're the fine traps thing mm. is, is yeah. going off. I, there, I don't think there's a trap like directly. In front of us, but something close by. Maybe, maybe a little beyond. So you try the door. What's the plan? Yes. Um, okay. So I also sh- cast detect magic on the door, or would that? Oh wait a second. No, the 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 trap thing should trap be thing all would, you need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, unless there was, like, other stuff around that wasn't, like, traps. But... That's up to you. The door itself would yeah, probably yeah. okay. Seems yeah. okay for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, who is trying the door? Uh, I'll try the door. <laughs> Push or pull, Calvin. I'm joking. Uh, uh, <laughs> great question. Uh, can you give me a strength check to open up... Well, strength athletics to open up the door. Oh, sure. These are large stone doors. I got it. Strength athletics? Yeah. Athletics check. Oh, just that. that I'm going to help. No, it's just athletics. It actually says strength next to it. Uh, I never noticed that. Uh, natural 20. Jesus. Again. <laughs> yeah, easily. I mean, it's like a normal door. Yeah. You just pull it open. Just kicks the door open. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, you kind of easily swing them open. I'm s- assuming you're still doing it slowly. Like, you're not trying to, like, <laughs> slam no, yeah, the doors. Uh, We're here. But yeah, you, you Bring it on. quickly, like, just slowly kind of, like, swing open the door. Mm. Um, and see that kind of same vision in front of you that you saw earlier from Fluffy's point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, many Franz's point of view. Um, that was like that kind of large open room drawbridge in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the three cages kind of towards the right side, towards that hallway that extends towards the uh, Duragar that you saw earlier. Um, 
Yeah, the area is open to you. It is completely pitch black inside. There is no lights, no nothing inside. So I did sense traps a little yes. beyond it. Which, I will say, as you open up the door, the pit itself is, like, irradiating that kind of, like, feeling. Mm-hmm. How big is that area? Uh, the, the area that you went into? Yeah. Uh, it's probably closer to about, like, 60, 70-ish feet, mm-hmm. like, long, and then about, like, 40-ish feet wide. The, the, the height in these rooms are only about, like, 20-ish feet, maybe. Okay. Kind of high vaulted ceilings. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your guys' passive perceptions? 14. 14. Uh, 13. 11. 13. I would say most of you pick up on it. Uh, coming from the right side where that hallway was that kind of like led to where the Duragar was, mm-hmm. you're starting to hear footsteps. I uh, give my... I, is there a door? <clears throat> There's not a door. It's kind of just like an opening to like over here. I'm up against the side of it ready to just like sucker punch the first thing it comes through. All right. So you <laughs> see Hans kind of like scooch up against the wall. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, get everyone in well. I hide. I hide. I will also see the the large creature that you saw in front of you now. Yeah. It's very easy to tell what it is. Oh. It is a large, like, zombie ogre. Hey. It's kind of just, like, hunched in this cage and uh, it's just staring directly did, at you, like, jaw hanging down. Definitely don't want kind to of just open like that cage. Not uh, able to, gonna, like, speak. I'm just going to, like, up against the door and wait for the first thing to come through. All right. Yeah. So you wait uh, for a second or two yep. before you see kind of walking out, kind of like peering around, seeing the door open. Yeah. Uh, that same... Nothing open? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the same small uh, Durgar woman uh, as she peeks out. What do you do? Bah! <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah. Roll to attack. Uh, do I get advantage because I'm surprised oh, here? Yeah, yeah. Yes! This is sneak attack. Natural 20! Yes! I'm going to try again and see what happens. That was not natural You don't oh, man. Man. I was hoping for it. <laughs> Holy crap, bro. Alright. Yeah. Nat 20. <laughs> you knock her out. Alright. That was just my first attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I roll my second attack? Yeah. Alright. I mean, this is a full little we'll turn That's beforehand. Advantage. Uh, 16 plus uh, 22. Gracious. <laughs> yeah. Not one of the first one, thank God. All right, so uh, first attack is going to be the nat 20 with the snake attack. Not a snake attack. I don't have a snake. So. <laughs> snake attack. <laughs> Just throw snakes on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that That's is terrifying. going to be... Gosh. Imagine if you're like... A century and all these snakes just fly at you. 28 points of damage. That's already doubled. Okay. So 12. Uh, yeah. yeah. 12 and 12, 24 plus 4 is 28. That's my first. Bah! First straight up punch. Hold on. Uh, second punch. <clears throat> yeah. Is 6 points of damage. Did I knock her out? Yeah, with that, you instantly kind of just go. And you just hear a crack. Oh. oh. And she just. Oh, is it. It was like, in, like in the side of the head, like yeah. non-lethal. Like I yeah. wasn't trying okay. to like, kill. Yeah. So you immediately just—I mean, it's just like a. 
Yeah. And it's just like a hits the ground unconscious instantly. <laughs> I, I, I throat chop and then pops out of the head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. She's unconscious. Sweet. Out cold. Sweet. I just look at everybody. Hans, you've been doing so much better about your being quickness. Oh. <laughs> I don't trust him. What the hell? <laughs> you wait this I just like the idea where it's yeah. just like, be quiet, guys. Yeah. You did so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like screaming. Great it's, job. No, it's like high fiving. We're quiet. We're quiet. Yeah. gyrations. Okay, so with that, I will go ahead and uh, peek my head in the door or in the in the open way. Yeah. Is it just that room that she was just in? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's like about then, like twenty-ish feet down the <clears> door. I will scoot her back yeah. into the room. <clears throat> yep. Uh, can I tie them up or anything like that? Is that something I could... You got rope? I have rope, yes. Sure. Is there rope in this room? No. Okay. Like I will use room. my rope to... I will use them of my rope to tie them up and right. put rope in there and again gag them so they don't shout later. I don't know how long they're going to be unconscious, so... Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you, you quickly tied yep. that together. <laughs> yep. Um, so, gag set them down. snow, though. So you're... Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Oh god! In this weather, it would freeze and they yeah. can't open their mouth. Oh, <laughs> I don't wish that horrible. Upon That's a horrible way to die. Uh, um, <clears throat> okay, so yeah, yeah and then so that I, I staircase did that. that leads up in staircase. that other room. Okay, was this the, is this the same staircase that Franz no. Jr. went up? That was far. Like if you were it walked into the oh, main room. Oh, it's the other side of the yeah. This building. is okay. this is the other, other side. side of the building. Okay, so you're on so, the right side of the building, like the closest side will, to where you guys came up to. I will beckon everybody over here because it's away from the zombie ogre. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say, how's the zombie ogre contained? It is. It's just in like a steel cage. Like, how's it shut? A very large padlock. Oh, okay. Hopefully, it doesn't get out, but we're not gonna risk no. it. But it's like kind um, of like pressed up. Like, its face is just kind of like pushed into the bars, kind of just. Did, did the towards you. Did the woman have the key on her? Oh, yeah, I'm going to search her for anything oh, yeah. worthwhile. You, you find it. It is a large kind of, like, you know, yay long. Cool. Uh, like just steel key. Um, we'll see what happens with it. <laughs> You'll hide the key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll around. But there's I a similar lock on we'll each see. of the cages as well. Okay, so maybe it's useful for other things. We'll yeah. see. Uh, anything else or just the key? Uh, on her person? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you find uh, what looks like a large war pick. Okay. Um, and then that large crossbow. Yeah. And oh. uh, um, Maybe a few rations. I will. I will throw both weapons out the little window. They cannot fit out the window. Okay. I will put both weapons on the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like those those holes are small. Very small. Okay, like, that's fine. A small creature might be able to fit through, like if you pried the bars apart. Oh jeez. Like okay. They're, they're um, small. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> with that, I guess our next direction is up. There, it's either up or in that main room. There was the forward area. Yeah. That kind of led into like that room that was bisected by the wall that had the two entrances, and then there was another door on the other side, and then on the left side there was where all the like, the zombie fungus mm. guys were. Where's the ogre then? In correlation to that, the ogre is just in that front first room that you guys came into. So we have to get past him to go to the next area? I mean, you guys walked past the ogre to get into where you guys are now. Oh, we did? Yeah, he yeah. was in a cage. Right? Yeah, he oh, was in a cage. Well, I didn't think we walked past him. I yeah. didn't think we walked past him. It was like, if you walked in, it was like kind of 
uh, entrance into that kind of like bisected room directly in front of you uh-huh. on your right is where she came from and over on that right hand side wall was where the cages were and then left side is where the uh, cells and stuff were okay hmm. so we have hmm. we have the cells but we're not going to go to the cells because we know what's over there it's we'll have to look for that later we have the door in the main area yeah it's kind of like an opening that opening in the main area we haven't mm-hmm. gone through. We have the stairs in the room we are currently in. Yes. Okay. If we Fun. went, if we went high, I think maybe we could have a vantage point. To That's one of the. I'm thinking going yeah. up is probably better. See what we can see from up top. I was trying to think because we you saw the goats earlier, mm-hmm. but not the lantern. Yeah. My guess is there's more properties to the lantern than yeah. we need to go. We need to go higher up and see what we see, and then if we need to go back down, we can. Yeah, I think we need to go higher. <clears throat> I agree. Okay, let's go up the stairs. So you guys head up the stairs. Yep. Um, heading up, uh, you notice that this kind of room opens up into a, a smaller room, about like twenty by thirty. Uh, it is an armory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, there are war picks and javelins and shields uh, and dwarvish-sized armor, like scale mail, uh, <laughs> pressed up against the walls. Uh, and in the center of this room, you see uh, what looks like a large trap door. Uh, but there are no windows, no nothing. It's just flat walls. Mm. And there's a door? Yeah, a trap door on the floor. Hmm. Uh, I put my ear... <clears throat> I put my ear through the trap door and see if I can hear anything. Perception check. Franz, help me. <laughs> Puts his ear up against the Put door. Put my ear there Franz? too. No, you just gave me advantage. Uh, unnatural 20. No sound. Doesn't sound like anyone's coming or going. Okay, it's all I want to make sure no one's coming up there. Mm. Just always assume that you're going to help me in everything I do as long as you can. Okay. Uh, one way to find out. I will open up and look. <laughs> it looks like it is a tunnel that goes down about 20-ish feet. Underground? Um, yeah. Where it just drops and then goes straight forwards. So it's where they make the zombies. It's a hundred percent where they make the zombies. Okay, so <laughs> this might be leading us underground. So do we explore the rest of the fortress, or do we just go? Can we get our rabbit friend and send him under? Oh, oh, that's not a bad idea. Can you cast it more than once? He's been coming up with you guys. Oh, we found him? Thank God. Yeah, he was kind of just chilling Ooh. in the main foyer room. Okay, so we grabbed him. <laughs> you go into it. It's better dangerous. You go first, Rabbit. <laughs> oh, no, at will. At will. Oh, my God, it's at will. Ooh. Okay, yeah. We're sending him. Dude, okay. be sent again. We're sending little Franz through that. All right, yeah. Good luck. Franz. Franz. <laughs> little Franz, go through there and see what you see. It's No, I will, uh... Just remember. Yeah, just slowly come. I will, I will, I will use my rope and I'll slowly lower him down. Sounds good. Uh, Just remember when I do this, I can't see or hear anything. I put my hand on his pack while he's doing this so he knows I'm always there. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) I'm his brother. Gosh, calm down. My peg starts to like... (laughs) The bond, the bond is there. (laughs) You always know. Uh, it's like blind sense. That's your secret handshake. <laughs> it's blind sight. Yeah, that's the only time you can actually see is whenever is whenever Hans is is touching you. Good uh, to see you. Yeah. Okay. But uh, little Franz, 
continues further in. Uh, it's about 30-ish feet before Franz, well, a little Franz. Well, it's about 50, 50, 60-ish feet, just further continuing along. And it's like a 15-foot tall tunnel, maybe, like mm-hmm. at max. Um, What's the range on that sort of spell? Like, how far can the animal go? However far they need it. It's concentration, concentration. and it lasts for a minute, or mm-hmm. 10 minutes, so. Cool. Um, but yeah, the, the wall no, is kind of just like... 10 minutes says duration up to an hour. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, so it's a um, just rough-cut yep. stone tunnel. That kind of leads further in, about 60-ish feet, before uh, another ladder kind of appears on the other side that leads up, back up, where you would assume back up to the surface. Interesting. Where there is another trap door kind of up against that side. So when I was flying above, Mm -hmm. do I kind of remember the layout? Or is this like from one tower to the next? You can assume that this probably leads to that like rough cut stone tower that kind of like jutted out away from the actual outpost walls mm. some more of like the inner mm-hmm. important place mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm thinking it's the important place <laughs> but this is like separated from the actual main structure of the outpost but this tunnel won't lead us to it no, it does. Oh, it does lead to it? No, like, you would assume that it would, like, lead up to this tower. Like, it's okay. going away from the main building, <laughs> forwards out from I the, mean, like, would, wall. I'm... What's the worst that could happen? I, yeah, we die. That's the worst <laughs> that could happen. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of... Um, might, as, might as well get to it, might as well get to a good stopping point. Let's, let's go this way and see what happens. Well, I was going to say I could fly over there as well. Because I was pretty far away. Fly back towards the... Like, fly out and over to that area. And are there any, like, slits? Yeah, there was, like, the window slits. So I could, like, peek in and see what I could see. If you want to try that before we all go, yeah. I don't see why Just to make sure. Yeah, for sure. So, bird out the window towards the other window? Yeah. Sure, yeah. So you kind of fly over... And land on the other windowsill just quickly. I mean, it's like, you know, 60 ish, 70 feet from the actual window to this one. So you just kind of fly over, land on the other one, immediately see it just kind of looks like a watchtower hmm. um, where another Duragar is stationed, kind of just peeking out the windows, just kind of slowly just keeping watch. Um, trying to, you can tell that he's kind of like slowly falling asleep. Like, he's kind of, like, nodding off for a second and kind of, like, taking a deep breath and kind of just trying to stay awake. Hmm. Do I see the trapdoor? Yes. Okay. Trapdoor, kind of centered in the main room. All right. I'll fly back. Behind him? Yeah. So we could go down, across, back up, behind him. (laughs) How quietly can we open those doors? Very. (laughs) I'm super stealthy. (laughs) <laughs> just I'm owning it now <laughs> <laughs> alright okay so are we, we good to go let's sure. do, do it. it let's do yeah, it alright right. so I will leading the charge Stev mm-hmm. do you want to check for traps do, do you, do you want to uh, check for traps as we go uh, yeah I guess I cast that again 
You don't have to. You know, oh, okay. If it's a if it's a spell, don't worry about it. It is. Uh, ah, don't worry about it. Save your spells. We'll need them later. Okay. I will go stealthily. Sure. Stealth check. Sweet. Guidance. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. With a sixteen, you stealth down mm-hmm. and climb up the ladder. It's like a you know, few rungs up, and you're already at the door. Mm-hmm. You push it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the dirt guy just standing there, mm-hmm. just facing away from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tear down. <laughs> Stealth attack. <laughs> Alright. Goodness gracious. Uh, that is going to be a 24 for the first hit. Okay, yeah, that hits. Second hit <laughs> is going to be a natural 15 plus a bunch, so... Yeah, that hits. <laughs> so the first one is the sneak attack one, so... Okay. Oh, I didn't add them. Wait. Yeah, I did that right. Okay. There we go. First attack. Ooh. Uh, 12. 16 points of damage. Okay. With the first. Plus yeah. sneak attack. Second attack. Yeah. Almost oh, there. Oh, there. There's, a, there's a four. God damn it. Uh, it's a four. Five. It's a four. It was a four. Yeah, I didn't roll it in there. Uh, it doesn't count. So 16 and 5 is 21 points total. Okay. Is he still up? He is. Fury of blows. Okay. <laughs> so you go, uh-huh. and he's like, what the heck? <laughs> As he's like starting to spin around, crossbow in hand. Yeah, punch him two before. more times. <laughs> boom, boom. Two more flying fists. Key points for... Fur blows! Uh, Hans, are you Okay. Yeah, all you guys hear is just like the trap door slowly open before. What the? Yeah, <laughs> bunch of. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he's not surprised. Though, so these are just straight attacks, yep. correct? All right. So first attack is going to be a twelve. Twelve misses. Okay. As you see, he kind of blocks with the heavy crossbow, yeah. um, trying to keep away from you. Okay. Second attack. Is worse. That's uh, ten <sighs> misses as well. Uh, as he's ducking and diving out of your way. Um, as that's happening, you uh, see him look up at you, uh-huh. and then he goes like just in an instant vanishes. Oh crap! Mm. Disappears. Yeah. That's how they've been stealing stuff. Huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Don't like uh, that. And, yeah, he's just gone. Do I... Do I think he went invisible, or do I think he... Because they said that they could... They said that people would, like, be invisible. Mm. Or do I think he's, like, gone, gone? Like, is there a way I can, like, check and see if he's still here, or... I mean, you could, like, swipe around. Sure. Sure, yeah. Make a... Yeah, I don't know. Swipe right. I don't Anybody really... wants a fairy fire, they're more than welcome to... Sure, uh, I'll, I'll just give you... Not yet, because, I mean, no one knows what happened. Sure. They all heard the... Yeah, this and is just how... Yeah, sure, sure, Yeah, just give me, like, a disadvantage attack roll. Okay. Even with disadvantage, it's an 18. 
18? Mm. Gosh, dang. Got 11 plus 7. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as you're swinging around, right as you're swinging, like, your fist over the trap door, uh-huh. you collide. <laughs> you so hit, hit him? Yeah. Eight points of damage? How much damage did you do in total so far? 29 now. Thank Dang you. it. Uh, yeah, you see <laughs> going out of invisibility and falling the full 20 feet down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you just, like, spin and then, boom! So just so I'm clear, you guys are going up. You hear, <laughs> yeah, just like, like not, no, no noise. It's just unconscious. <laughs> falls, hits the ground. Oh god! So basically, you guys are just chilling in like the hole Didn't down there you waiting. Strike at all, apparently. And then like you're like, should we go help? And then you just see a, a body fall out of nowhere because he's <laughs> making his way down out of invisibility, just apparating a, a Duragar. In full plate. So he goes down. <laughs> well, um, yeah. so she <laughs> slams into the ground, just motionless. He's <laughs> here from above. He's here from above. <laughs> I got him. But yeah, there's nothing else in this room. It's just a cool. small cool. watchtower. Cool. <laughs> so we see him appear. This is absolute chaos. Huh? We see him at, like reappear out of nowhere. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't uh, hear anything no. else. Guys, like, I think they're going visible. <laughs> How do they do that? You don't hear anything else like people scrambling like... Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it would be kind of loud. <laughs> I mean... I mean well, yeah, he fell into a tunnel though, so I don't think yeah. he's like... It's not uh, like out the true. open. Tunnel, so it's trap like, doors. Yeah. Things are blocking. It's true. I'm uh, gonna go investigate, see if I can figure out how he's becoming invisible. Sure. I mm. mean, you go up to him and... Make a Arcana check, I guess. How is this possible? <laughs> Nine. Nine. Um, you don't know much about Duragar. <laughs> like it's it's not a lot of their abilities are like widely known. Mm. So it's you would assume it might just be a like latent ability of theirs mm. that they can just become invisible. Um, Dang! But yeah, that's it's. You don't know. Isn't that like a ring of power or something? Because I mean, like, they all just kind of are wearing just hides and armors. Like, they aren't wearing, like, any, like, fancy rings or jewelry Mm. that would, like, signify, like, oh, this is a magic, like, object. Mm -hmm. It's, they're just wearing normal warrior Mm -hmm. attire. Very clever. All right. We did it. Guys, we did it. We've, we've, (laughs) we've solved the problem. Uh, we can go home and beat now. Icewind Dale, yeah. We did. We did beat nice. Icewind Dale. Um, Hans is like, or Franz is like, over this guy, kind of like tapping him on the forehead, like, Hello? Is nothing. Did, ha- <laughs> did Hans kill you? How did you do the poofy thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so does this watchtower have any other direction? Like, It's just the trapdoor, windows, small room. So you're telling me that this trapdoor goes back to the trapdoor we were originally, and it's a one-way ticket? Yep. Alright, come up here anyway. Oh, maybe you just get rid of the guard. Alright. Back to where we came! Hmm. What are they guarding? That's a good question. Alright, so we're back in the room with above the, the guard tower. With the knocked out? So this is... The yeah. armory. This is the armory. Yeah, yeah. Above the room where I knocked out the other guard. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And the only, so the only direction we can go now is either back down and left towards the uh, cells or straight towards whatever. Something, room. yeah. Something. And straight is in the direction of the watchtower that I just punched the lights out of? No. So, like, the right-hand side, uh-huh. like the right wing of this outpost, uh-huh. you pretty much just fully explore. Mm. Oh, like nice. It was okay. just like, you know, We've tower, tunnel, armory, small room, back to the main room. Done been explored. Cool. Mm-hmm. We done it. All right. Um, it's like half of this entire outpost. There you go. <laughs> That's as good of a as good of a point as any. Should yeah. we go straight? I would assume we should. All right. Yeah. So you head into that room. I mean, it's just there's nothing much in this room other than the two doors, mm-hmm. uh, which like are just open slots. Like they aren't like doors. Sure, they're just open. So doors, yeah. just heading through those is pretty simple. Uh, there is a lever on the other side. Mm. Uh, right next to what looks like another, like, just stone door um, that would lead further in. This lever might be the drawbridge, I think. Or it could be the zombie release mechanism. Could be the zombie release mechanism. <laughs> Either way, I'm not touching it. Alright. So there's a door in front of you. Shut, closed door. Do you want me to try to open it? I feel like we should be. Are there any gaps it. or anything? Uh, yeah, there are some slight gaps I mean, like against the floor. It's dwarven, but it's yeah. rustic, right? Which I will say, as now you're kind of like looking around, um, there is a gap in the floor, like from the the floor to the door, mm-hmm. like just a very slight gap. Mm-hmm. And you do, since you pointed it out, uh, you do notice there are just the faintest light in there. Oh. And it is shifting from Shadow. blue oh. to green to red oh, to back to light. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I'm gonna be quiet as I can be. Okay. Yeah. Stealth. A little. Yeah, I'm gonna need you a stealth check. Right. I'm almost stealth. Almost stealth real good. Not moving. Almost stealth real good. Almost stealth real good. Yeah, that 20, 20, baby. Gosh, we damn. Sneaky, sneaky. What the crap? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> What's that? Man, I don't want to play a DM ever again. <laughs> you literally about to say that. push the door open. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like what looks like a captain's quarters, like a commander's office. Okay. Uh, small desk up against one uh, side of the room. Uh, what looks like a small, like, stone bed uh, kind of cut out of the wall. Um, small like bookshelf where like you know some book bookshelves and what looks like valuables are mm-hmm. kind of laid on top uh, and also sitting at the desk where you see uh, you know papers and other of these shards these mm-hmm. black shards that you have found okay um, you see what looks like a Durgar who's kind of just hunched over the desk um, kind of just like writing something out uh, and kind of just mumbling to himself but he's wearing full plate this kind of blackened steel, a large war hammer at his hip, uh, shield on his back. Um, but he's just kind of like sitting there mumbling to himself in Dwarven, kind of just like... Can we... Dwarvish, what is he saying? Oh. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> you might have to tell me. Yeah, I mean, um, he's mumbling. Uh, unless it's something important I don't need to know. Um, okay. <laughs> Guys, how, how do we... Do we just like run in there or do we confront him? What do we do? I mean, you know what Franz wants to do. Franz wants to just run in and pummel. I, I think right. before you run in, I should cast Fairy Fire. Because he might disappear as Google, well. Google, Google, do that. Do that first. 
Okay. Mm. So you cast Fairy Fire. Does that have a vocal requirement? Uh, I don't think Can so. Let me double check. Fairy Fire. If, if so, say it really quiet. Oh, components. V? Is that vocal? Verbal. Yeah, yeah verbal. Yeah. yeah. Say it really quiet. Very fire. So, <laughs> stealth check for you. Very All right. uh, Guidance. <laughs> Good call. So, how does guidance work? Add a d4. Yeah, yeah a d4. D4? Too. Okay, cool. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> really yeah, there <laughs> Great. And with the glow of these little bits of light kind of like Actually, Franz just starts to roll up his Franz just rolls his fire. Overwhelmed with surprise. Um, I envisioned yeah, it like every time you cast it, it surprises you. You're like, very fire! As these little motes of light start to kind of like shine in the room, uh, and this Durgar now lights up. Mm. You see him kind of like look up and look around before you see him immediately unsheathe his warhammer and also go from the kind of small, medium-sized creature that he was to large, as he begins to expand and grow. I forgot grow. Durgar can do that. Um, Damn it. As he is now real big. I would like everyone to roll initiative. Looks like he can pop up, too. Uh, yeah, as we are in this now. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Should we... Should we start that... Next I mean, it is side. it is one guy. It's one guy. Okay, it's one guy. So okay. that's all. That's, okay. that, I just want to make sure. I don't. Know how long, I don't want this to go. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. Don't worry. It's a bit times. Yeah, nine thirty is all my right. hard cut off. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying this. Yeah. Well. Okay. It is getting pretty close. Where's my initiative? We can oh, pick it right up there. next time. Next time. Good call. Yeah, okay. Good call. So, right. yes. Can I yes. save this yes. roll? No, you can't. No, I got an at twenty. And with the Durgar turning around to a surprised look, kind of like scattering some papers off of his desk. Um, that is where we'll pick up next time. All uh, right. Thank you all for listening. And now watching. And watching. Hey. Oh, Maybe. Oh, God. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully we'll, yeah. Yeah. If, you know, people aren't watching, then it's going to sound real weird on the audio part. Yeah, it's going to sound a little bit like watching. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, check out the Wild Magic School Books podcast and YouTube channel yeah. if you haven't already, if you're new. Uh, yeah. That's all for this session. Goodbye, everybody! Goodbye! Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. 
We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.